The holidays are coming, and with them, a heightened awareness of the mail. Did you get any cards? Where are your packages? Our feature, OKI Want to Know, received a number of questions related to mailing addresses and decided to wrap them up into one episode and tie it with a bow. I'm WVXU's Bill Reinhardt. Sam Fisher of Pendleton noticed something odd about his neighborhood when he was Googling a zip code. So I noticed playing around in the maps, 45202 covers most of downtown, but there's a single square missing right around Liberty and 14th Street. Looks like it belongs to the zip code further west that encompasses like Queensgate and the West End. So I just wanted to know how that little block Uh, got excluded from the 45202. As luck would have it, a friend of mine lives in that block. I'm Bill Johnson. I live in uh, 45202 zip code. How long have you lived there? I lived there 16 years. Has the zip code always been that? Uh, At least for 16 years. So it is 45202. We asked the folks at Google Maps about it. They declined an interview but said they looked into it and fixed it. So if you Google 45202 and look at the map now, you won't see the weird little island anymore. A Google spokesperson also said if you know of another oddity, they'd like to hear about it. James Bedingfield of Mason noticed something along Fields Ertle between Butler Warren and Snyder Roads. There are a bunch of houses that have two different addresses on their mailbox. Like one number starts in the 8,000s and one starts in the 6,000s. And I wondered why that was. The post office isn't the only agency that relies on addresses. Public safety departments also need to know where they're going. Deerfield Fire Captain Patrick Strasberg says the two numbers shouldn't affect emergency responses. If they're calling from a landline, which not a lot of people have anymore, it'll get routed to that county's dispatch automatically. If it's a cell phone, uh, generally it's going to get dispatched through the county that they're that they're in because they, they ping the cell towers. There's a perfectly good reason behind the dual numbers, and it's confusing. Fields Ertle marks the border between counties. Some of the first people who lived along the road considered themselves in Warren County, and some said they lived in Hamilton County. Some of them received mail from two different post offices, one from each county. According to Strasburg, when county governments finally settled who lived where, some residents kept the dual number system. And just for uh, simplicity's sake, if they were using that address, then they didn't. They weren't required to change it. Giovanni Rocco of Over the Rhine is daring to ask the question that's launched a thousand arguments. What is the origin of the abbreviation for Cincinnati? What is the origin of the Cinti abbreviation. Rocco says he prefers C-I-N-T-I to Cincy, ending with either a Y or an I. The manager of reference and research at the Cincinnati History Library went into the archives to try to find the original abbreviation. Jill Bite says it's not clear-cut, but Cincy appears to have come first. The oldest reference she found was in 1841. I first saw it in Cincinnati Gas, Lights, and Coke Company, which was a precursor to CG&E was the precursor to Duke, um, and it was abbreviated C-I-N-T-I. Most newspapers, she says, were happy to write out Cincinnati, although the city's name did get shortened to C-I-N in an 1827 newspaper article. C-I-N-C-Y appeared in an 1889 article about an actor. He was from Cincy, but he was performing in Chicago. However, that was written by Chicago Sporting and Theatrical Journal, so I don't know if Other places were calling us Cincy before we were. 
Other references she found included a bookie known as Cincy Jack and a circus elephant named Cincy. Byte says by 1895, most references she found used C-I-N-C-Y. She says one source that still uses C-I-N-T-I, the post office. A spokesperson for the U.S. Postal Service couldn't answer which came first or which was preferred, but she does say their automatic address readers are programmed to accept either one. If you have a question about the area that no one else has an answer for, go to wvxu.org and ask OKI Want to Know. Bill Reinhardt, 91.7 WVXU.